on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with April J. Ford. April has faced adversity in her life, such as childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and a single parent at 32. Through all of her challenges, she has managed to rise above them and conquer her life. She'll help you to do the same. Now, here is your host, April Ford. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. I'm April J. Ford. Our powerful episode today, I want you guys to experience true transformation, talking about love yourself unconditionally and the power of forgiveness. And I've got a lot of listeners on the line. I wanted to say hello and thank you for tuning in each and every week. Just to start out a few Um, countries as well as cities here, starting with California, of course, Los Angeles, Roseville, moving on to Texas, we've got Dallas, Houston, Arizona, we've got Phoenix, New York City, Washington, D.C., going abroad, we've got Spain, Canada, Japan, China, Netherlands, Israel, Korea, Saudi Arabia, okay, Turkey's also online and many other Um, countries, cities, and states. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. So I offer this show as an example for people who may feel alone during adversity, that they are not alone, and that there is hope. Your journey called life is filled with happiness, success, fulfillment, and even disappointments and adversities. I'm here to say that there's golden blessings to be discovered even when life throws you a curveball and you can still experience joy. I created a formula in four steps on how to have a roadmap to rise above life's challenges. These are recognize, respond, reevaluate, and rebalance. Now, this roadmap guides you on finding who you are and how to handle the challenges. This is how you will transition and transform into who you're truly meant to be. And to get my complimentary gift to you, a 30-minute session with me, to all my loyal listeners out there, get on my calendar at meetwithapril.com and let's break through your barriers and into achievement with 2016. I believe on taking a holistic approach on implementing these four steps, so this show will bring on expert guests focused on empowerment. So with today's segment, how much does our childhood experiences and upbringing affect who we become as adults? Does it impact our beliefs and determine how we live our lives each and every day? With the adversities that I've dealt with, such as childhood sexual abuse and going through some of the healing processes and journey that I'm sharing here today, such as the inner child work with my guest, Mercedes Guzman, I'm now much more empowered to become a better parent for my two children, raising them as a single widowed uh, mother. Now, Mercedes is an international speaker 
teacher and reverend. She's worked with thousands of people helping them heal their past and transform their lives. She's been featured in many media outlets. You guys might have seen her in magazines, radio shows, as well as TV. She teaches workshops both nationally and internationally, working with politicians, entrepreneurs, coaches, executives, and many more. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, Mercedes. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Welcome, welcome, finally. So let's set the stage for my listeners, Mercedes. Can you explain to them what is inner child? Discovering my inner child was in my 30s. I really was a becoming a crazy person. And that's when I went to a childhood regression with a person that was doing what now I do in the present time. And uh, when I went into my childhood regression, it was so painful to see that I was reacting the same exact way my mother used to react to us. And that's when it was a, a lightning bolt in my, my head. That's when I discovered that my actions were based on my childhood. Growing up, now I, I can tell you this, I developed a cope mechanism because kids develop a lot of cope mechanisms to survive. And one of mine was to forget things. And I have forgotten a lot of things in, from my childhood. That's why even being an adult and being an intelligent adult, uh, having a lot of knowledge, my brain had given the order to my subconscious mind not to remember what happened to me in my childhood. And, but when I went into the childhood regression, I discovered the pain. I discovered the humiliation. I discovered all the things that had happened to me. And that's when I decided to take action. And that's what my first uh, introduction to inner child, April. So would you say when you went through this process of childhood regression, you know, you kind of described the survival or coping mechanism of you being able to bury some of those thoughts, emotions and experiences for survival um, reasons that just just how we're wired naturally. And when you went through the process, it basically uncovered or rediscovered some of those hidden pains and hurts and emotions and experiences. Is that even healthy to, you know, uncover some of those pains? I mean, what do you do with it once you put it, you know, back I, out? I am so glad that you're asking that because we cannot heal if we don't go through the pain, understanding and death and then releasing it. Uh, many, many people said, don't take me there. That's too painful. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know about my childhood. That's my past. But what we don't understand, April, is that neurologically, our brain has been wiring neural patterns, and these are connected to money, love, um, health, for example, let's say you were a little child and your mother and father divorced when you were five and your father left. You, at 
that age already starts connecting neurons saying love is abandonment. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. is not, is, is fighting. And you grow up and you think that you're an adult, but really your subconscious mind is carrying all this pain and it will come to you in your relationship. When, right. when you get married mm-hmm. or when you have your partners, these partners will reflect all the pain because we unconsciously attract mommy and daddy into our life in order for us to really let go. And yes, it's healthy if you have the right person to guide you. Or if you do it yourself, you have to have a lot of faith and knowledge that it w- that you have to go back in order for you to really restore yourself and reconnect. So what inspired you to create your own um, techniques, the ICLP, and how is that different than inner child? Okay, uh, through these 11 years of um, teaching people, giving counseling, I realized that what that inner child needs is guidance. And um, my technique has been helping thousands of people already to go quickly to the moment when everything started. I have clients that have come to my practice that they have been with psychiatrists or psychologists, and they have been for years with them. But when they come to my practice, they find out that in three or four sessions, they are living a better life. And um, why? Because we, as an adult, we go back in time and talk to that seven-year-old, that Mm ten-year-old, in a beautiful way that she or he can understand what really was happening at that time. It's a beautiful technique that I have developed, and it's helping a lot of people. And uh, it's different because uh, you you don't go as a child to your childhood. You go as an adult. And you have to experience in order for you to really know what I'm talking about. I have clients from 2005, 2006, but my technique has been developed in these past years, and uh, now I think I have come to a point where I feel so confident because I have seen a lot of results, and I have a lot of testimonials about the technique. So would you say that your ICLP, that's the inner child love process technique of being able to get to the place of addressing your inner child, of guiding the client, you know, to that space. Is that what makes it um, or differentiate it from the the yes, inner child process? Child, you go as an adult. As an adult, we have learned so many. We have gone through so much. And I go with the person... And you imagine when you were having, a, let's say, when you, let's say you were nine years old, and you were in pain because something that had happened around you, but you go back and talk yourself to that little girl. What mm-hmm. would you say? And with the knowledge that you have, I know that you will say many beautiful things to that child, 
And that's what differentiates the rest of the techniques that are there. Because so I, for somebody who hasn't experienced the inner child process or the inner child love process, your own particular technique, you know, what can, you know, how can this impact or affect how people are today as adults? I mean, we briefly touched on it on, you know, some of the things that I also teach my clients and program participants in my nonprofit is basically our perceptions, you know, what we perceive, we mold them into stories and it becomes our beliefs. And from those beliefs, we make decisions off those beliefs. And from those decisions, we act on those decisions. So it's basically a process of perception, beliefs, decisions, and action. So how can you explain, you know, our, our impact or what effect does it have, you know, going through this process as adults? Um, well, I think everything that we learn and do to better ourselves is needed. Everything. I mean, anything that you can add to your knowledge to, to get into a better place is fantastic. But many times we forget who is running the show. And, uh, and I know that you have encountered many people that um, they have becoming a better person, but in some areas, there is something that is just not right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they don't understand why they, they have done this, they have meditated, they have, uh, I mean, done this and that. But there is something that, again, it comes back to them. That is your inner child that is screaming at you. And, uh, I will tell everyone that is listening tonight that don't forget your inner child. Reconnect with him or her. And he or she will show you all the memories that are holding you down. Um, I have so many experiences that I can share with you today um, about how this process can help people there is so many yeah so before we before we get into that mercedes let's um let's talk about say that two individuals can experience you know the same circumstance or adversity you know maybe even the same household You, you grew up in the same exact household the same parents but one person walks away with a different outlook on life so why is that why is that different and how is that different because it's not really what happens, it's how the child experiences it, okay? Because your brother or your mother, uh, I mean, your other uh, sister can say, no, you're, you're wrong, that never happened. It, it doesn't matter. It's what the child experiences what matters. That's why two people can be under the same household mm-hmm. uh, and one person can just become very neurotic and the other didn't, because she didn't experience the same things that the other person um, assimilated at that time. For example, let me explain to you a simple example. Let's say you were a younger child, and you saw how mommy or daddy scream or spank your older sister. The older sister... You could 
couldn't do nothing. You just stay in a corner and you saw how they beating or were screaming at your sister. That will affect differently to your sister and yourself. You maybe will become a very uh, quiet child because mm-hmm. you say, oh my, if I do that, they will scream and hit us and spank the same way to me. And then you assume certain things. There is uh, other kids, for example, um, I had a, a, a couple of um, people that the mother became like a child and they had to become um, like a, the, like the older brother or older sister for her. And, um, and that created a, a very heavy feeling in the older brother or older sister and the child, the younger child and the old and the younger child just became like depending on the older sister. And it's totally different for each person. That's why we cannot judge anyone, because we don't understand exactly what they went through when they were growing up. Well, in that in that particular example, I can see how you know two people can experience a different um, perception or belief because one might be, like you said, the the example that you said, you know, maybe one sibling is getting spanked while the other one is just observing, scared, quiet in the corner. But what if they experience the exact same um, abuse? Like, what if they are both getting spanked yet? the other person grows up to be the compassionate, loving one, and the other one becomes um, an abuser themselves. You know, how is that different? Okay, um, we can assume things, but one thing that I can tell you is that maybe the younger brother had a teacher that said something to him and put put him in another path, and the older sister didn't, okay? And it can be one event, one angel, one neighbor, one book. Because I think we have have our traits. I believe in reincarnation. I I know that many people don't, but I believe in reincarnation and that we have our own set of um, traits that we come with it. And many times that will put you in another path. Okay. Yeah, that's another another segment for another topic. But exactly. basically you're saying that we can have influencers in our life to influence our your decisions or actions or perceptions or beliefs. And like I said, it's basically exercising your power to choose or making that choice of if you're going to be the compassionate, loving um, person, or are you going to be the person that repeats the cycle of abuse, right? Correct, exactly. And uh, it, it comes a lot with our ancestors, too. For example, we repeat cycles, okay? Mm-hmm. And many of those cycles are not only um, cycle of abuse or cycle of, of um, alcoholism. No, we can repeat good cycles, too. Right. For example... My mother named me Mercedes, like her, okay? 
I repeat the cycle of having four kids, home birth. Okay, my mother had home birth too. I did the same here in the United States without me realizing that I was following my mother's steps. My brother, my, uh, after me, they named him after my dad. My dad had a, a, a daughter when he was 17 years old, and my brother had a daughter when he was 17 years old with a maid that we had in our home. My dad did the same. And what I'm telling you right now is that our inner child repeats cycles, okay? Because those are the orders that we have received when we were growing up. And we unconsciously create the same cycles when we are an adult. So it's like a default program. Your, your body, are you saying your body's reconditioned to default to the known program? The brain stores all this information uh, in the amygdala, and eventually you will react in the same way that your mom or dad reacted. For example, I have a client that she was having a hard time attracting clients to her business. And um, when we went deeper and discovered what was going on, because she was doing everything that she was told to do, and, and she will have success. Mm-hmm. And she was not having success. Was it worthiness? Did you uncover worthiness, unworthiness? She, she couldn't get clients to her, to her practice, to her business. And um, when we went into the inner child regression, I found out that her dad had a hard time with clients when she was growing up. She had, he attracted so many bad people into his life that when she was 20 years old, mm-hmm. she got into the, her dad's business and people were threatened to put her in jail to her. And now that she's in her 50s, she was having a hard time attracting good clients to her. And she was in tears when she came to see me. And I said, well, there is a lot of um, memories in your subconscious mind about people that are going to do you wrong. And when you start talking to a client, instead of you seeing the client, your memories see the pain that your dad had when you were growing up. And uh, now she's attracting more clients into her practice because she became herself. She started talking to that inner child of hers and telling her that she's not, she's not running that business that she now has a better understanding about life. You see, all those type of things are storage in our subconscious mind, and we are not even aware that they are there. So how were you able to, once you were able to get to the root cause of what subconsciously what her issues were, um, how were you able to address it as far as healing and addressing and releasing those emotions? And then what would you have her go do um, on a daily basis? 
Like, how would she... Awareness, 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 awareness. Anthony DeMello, he wrote a book, Awareness. Once you consciously understand the problem, then you will be able to take the driving... Uh, you're going to drive the life, your life. You're right. going to be sitting on the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Because so first recognize, going. recognize where the issue is and what the issue is. And that's where the inner child uh, get into place. You, as an adult, is going to be able to talk to that inner child of you. And that's how I address it. Because you become the leader in your life, not your inner child, because that inner child is afraid. That inner child doesn't know what a business is, how to run a business. That inner child is in a corner trying to cover himself and don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what was happening to her. She had all the knowledge. She had all the experience how to attract clients. But that, she, she had learned that only with consciousness, but consciousness only runs 5% of your life. Right. 95% is run by your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we have learned in the in the la- in the last year with neuroscience and and, um, and the physics, quantum physics. We have learned all these things, you know. As a man thinking, so he is. But who is thinking? Right. That's what right. I always ask. Who is thinking? Who's running think the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and take uh, our next break. And when we come back with Mercedes, I want her to dive in a little bit more on what are some of the other setbacks if we don't address our inner child. So more when we come back with Mercedes. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges? Or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that... Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph, from loss or sexual abuse... Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self-mastery of independence. Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. That have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. tuned into you are not alone to reach april j ford or her guest on today's program you may call in to 1-888-346-9141 again that's 1-888-346-9141 if you'd rather send april an email her email address is april j ford at joys now back to you are not alone how to rise above life's challenges We are back. Our segment today is Love Yourself Unconditionally and the Power of Forgiveness. We are talking with Mercedes, the creator of ICLP, Inner Child Love Process. And just before the break, she was sharing, you know, some of the setbacks that you may be experiencing if you don't address our inner child. So in this segment, Mercedes, explain to our listeners, what does it really mean to love yourself unconditionally? Um, that's a great question. I think to love yourself unconditionally is to understand yourself. Um, we have grown up and we think that we are who we are, okay? And that you love yourself and that you care about yourself because you put makeup on it, you go to work, you buy clothes to yourself, you eat, and uh, you try to be a better person. But... When it comes to when you make mistakes, when you are trying to find your partner or when you're trying to create your own business, and then you find yourself hating yourself because you don't like yourself the way you say things, you don't like the way you you answer to your partners or you're getting just don't like the way you react in some points. When you really love yourself unconditionally and you find yourself in those rotten patterns, you're going to pick up yourself in such a lovely way that you're going to say, this too shall pass, sweetie. You're not alone. You're fine. It's okay. It was just a moment. We're going to be okay. And I think... Reconnecting with your inner child will give you that because you're not going to see your mistakes as an adult makes 
wanting to make mistakes. You're going to say maybe you're in a child being afraid or acting back and reacting and overreacting toward a person. So would you say it it ties in? It ties in to the power of forgiveness, right? Because once you're able to, like you said, uncover everything about you, the good, bad, and indifferent, you're basically addressing and forgiving some of those past hurts and hiccups in your life. Exactly. Exactly. You are going to become a forgiven uh, instrument for yourself. And the moment that you start forgiving yourself. I, I always, I remember when I started this process, um, April, I will say I forgive myself every minute of every hour of every day because we make mistakes all the time. And those mistakes, April, are many of them programming from our childhood. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. How can you be mean to a child? How can you will not show compassion to a child? Many times I had to put myself in a corner. I will say to my inner child, you know what, Sidney? You're going to go into that corner and you're going to let me handle this situation myself. Because many times our inner child just starts acting up. Mm-hmm. You start getting anxious. You start getting um, angry. You start getting impatient. And I promise you that many, many times you're doing a child and you don't want to listen to him or her. So share with us, you know, some of the results um, from your clients when you walk them through the process of your, your special technique of getting to the guidance part of inner child or ICLP. And, you know, from my own experience with all the adversities I've, I've gone through, such as my childhood, um, I'm now, I can say that I'm more empowered to become a better parent for my own two children because I can kind of help them um, provide a better compass for them to navigate some of their tragedies and setbacks on their own life, you know, such as losing their father when they were only four and five years old. So I can kind of, you know, guide them in the direction towards um, healing. You know, I just wish that somebody in in in, in my upbringing would have known some of the techniques and tools that I've gone through in my spiritual journeys. I continue to learn and um, improve on myself. So share some of the experiences or or results from your clients of the benefits of this process. I'm going to share with you a, um, this person, she was a millionaire and uh, when she came to see me, she said, Mercedes, I have, so much money, I send my kids to the best um, vacations to everywhere in the world. But if I go into a vacation, I am miserable. I don't know why am I doing that. And I said, okay, let's go back in time and see what we find. And um, in the childhood generation, she was 13 years old. And she remember how daddy used to bring everything good from work. He would bring the finest shoes, the finest things, meat and everything. 
And he even, she was uh, 60 plus years old when she came to see me. And at that time, when she was 13, he brought two TVs, one for the house and one for the business. At that time, TVs were not, it was a luxury, okay? Mm-hmm. And now we're talking in knowing the United States. This was in another country. I'm, I'm not going to say names or country, okay? To preserve their privacy. Mm-hmm. And um, when uh, he bought two TVs, one for his business and one for the house. But what she remembered was daddy complaining every time how tired he was, but he couldn't take a vacation. She saw a lot of wealth, a lot of money, but her dad was her, her idol. He was like a god for her, but he could not take a vacation, never. She forgot about that, and she made her own millions, but she couldn't go into a vacation, and she didn't know why. And when we talked to that inner child of her, say, I told her, and she told her, you're not daddy. You can have a good vacation, and we're going to have fun. And uh, the last things I remember, she went to Egypt and had a great time over there. Mm-hmm. That's one. Uh, I don't know if you want me to share another. Well, how long? Well, just sticking with this story. I mean, once you were able to guide her, you know, to the root of where those emotions and memories and experiences were at. From I think you said she was thirteen, but how long do you? Uh, recon- stay reconnected with your inner child? Is this a process of a month or 60 days? Oh, you're, you're going okay. Day? Um, you know what? Um, I think if you do it for a month, this is uh, already a proof. When a person can do something for at least 21 to 30 days, you can create new patterns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in your brain. And, uh, but you have to do daily, whatever I, I recommend, the person has to do it in order for her or him to create new neuron patterns in their brain. Because we're, when we're talking about the inner child, we're talking about neuroscience too, okay? We're talking about how the brain reacts toward your new message. And that's why people, uh, okay, that come to my practice, they see changes. They see a lot of healing right away, but they are committed to, to do the work. Right. Well, that's why I said it's a very powerful and transformational technique because you're not only working on yourself of healing so you can move beyond your circumstance of adversity, even though it, you may not know what's holding you back and it's subconsciously some of the old hurts from your childhood, but also you can empower, you know, it could be your spouse or it could be your kids on helping them go through their adversity. Like, you know, if you're becoming a parent and you realize, oh my gosh, I didn't remember experiencing this as a child and you're now raising your own kids, you can help minimize um, some of their pain. So give our listeners, um, before we close out in a few minutes here, Mercedes, give our listeners some techniques that they can use daily 
you know, something simple to reconnect with their inner child if they, you know, don't have somebody like you to work with? What are some simple, practical tools? Oh, well, uh, I, I can tell my, whoever is listening to go to innerchildwellness.com, and I have a free uh, five-step techniques that they can use, but I can, I can tell you one right now. Uh, but they can go and download it. It's a beautiful a little booklet that I have in my website that they can um, grab it and start it. And uh, every time that they want to reconnect with their inner child, they can read about it. But, for example, tonight, I invite you, before you go to bed, to call your inner child. Say her name. Just like a, you're calling a little child and say, where are you, sweetie? Where are you, April? Come here. And your inner child will show up. Maybe it's a five-year-old or maybe it's an eight-year-old. Take a deep breath and close your eyes and, and just call her. And she will show up or he will show up. And let, let her or him sit with you and tell her and him, how much you love her. And it's interesting, April, that many people doesn't feel love for their inner child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have people that they, they don't like their inner child. I think they because you've, you've uncovered a lot of pain and hurt from their past, so that's why they keep burying it in their subconscious. Exactly. And that's, that's the, 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 the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why we, I, I want everybody that's listening to us go through the pain as an adult, not as a little child, because the child didn't understand what was going on. There's so many people that resent their parents and they don't talk to their parents. And if they talk to that inner child, they can, that inner child can tell them how much pain they were having. But as an adult, we understand that our parents were programmed by our their own parents. They were little kids raising us, and they didn't have the knowledge. And when we go through the forgiveness process with our inner child, um, your relationship with your parents become better. I have had clients that they they have forgotten or forgiven their parents. But when I go with the, the inner child, they have not forgiven. The little child have not forgiven daddy or mommy. And their relationship get better when they, the adult and the inner child, um, become one. And they really understand mommy and daddy. Okay. And again, once again, uh, to check out Mercedes' website to get her free downloadable gift on how to do this on your own, go to Inner childwellness.com um, Alrighty everybody, I'm April J. Ford here on Voice America with You Are Not Alone. I share my story and this show so that others can share their stories and have their glory so that others don't have to experience the extremities of what I face but would be able to take the fruit of my adversities and prosper with it. I give my permission to allow people to borrow my belief and faith I give my love and light so that others can illuminate theirs. I share my joys and blessings so that others 
others can let others know you are not alone. And make sure you go to feeljoyagain.com to receive your free weekly words of joy, words, wisdoms of joy, and how to take part in the four-step process with your roadmap to success. Remember, there's gold to be discovered in our challenges Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. We appreciate your joining us this week for You Are Not Alone. Please tune in for another edition with host April J. Ford next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to talk again next week. We'll be right back.